Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. It's 10:45 p.m. As you are watching another protest news on TV in the break room, you have been on call, and you are finally enjoying a break that you know will be interrupted at any time. Suddenly, your pager went off as you are needed again in the front line. You turn off the TV, you put on your scrub, and all your personal protective equipment, and head for the emergency room. You ask yourself. When will this end? When will we win this battle? But you are not discouraged. You are confident. You know there is a light at the end of this tunnel. You know you will be right there until this battle against the pandemic is won. You are the hero of the front line. Welcome to episode thirty, special positive news edition. Our heroes in the front line. First. Thank you all for tuning into Light Plus Up podcast. This is episode thirty, so I want to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners and followers for all your support. It sure has been a journey that I am proud of as we have come this far together. At this time, we're almost at the footstep of our ten thousand download mark. For all the listeners who have followed us since the very beginning. We'll know that this is the goal we set together when this podcast is first launched in October of 2019. At that time, we aim to cross this milestone within a year, and look at us. Now we might be able to celebrate with just half the time. I want to let all of you know that I'm truly humble and blessed to have this opportunity and having all of you on this amazing journey to help. Others in getting a plus up in life by achieving success in personal, financial, and career. So stay tuned and continue to follow us on social media and see when we will have that celebration. Now I also want to give a special shout out to our patrons on Patreon for all your support. Your contributions and donations have helped me to continue to improve the show and its quality. 
I hope all of you are enjoying your exclusive benefits as our patrons, and hope to meet all of you in the upcoming Zoom meetings and workshops. Now, for anyone else who's interested, please visit our link to our Patreon page in the show note. Now, as our country continues to battle through this unforeseen pandemic, it's important for us to be thankful to all the heroes that are fighting in the front lines and risking their lives every day for hours. These heroes have families and life that they have to put all aside for strangers that they have never met. Many of them go through unimaginable pressure, stress, and anxiety, but continue to stay their ground so we can stay safe. So I want to dedicate this special episode to all the heroes out there and thank them for all that they do, and share some of the most amazing and inspiring stories of these unsung heroes. And if you will be as inspired as I am, I urge all of you to support those heroes by donating to protect them with PPEs and care packages by visiting Thrive Global First Responders First at thriveglobal.com/categories/first-responders-first. And if you want to help our heroes locally in New York City. By supporting them with care packages, equipments, and resources, please visit www.nyp.org/healthcareheroes. So we can all contribute to help them and help us to turn this battle around. Now, let us give our most respect and gratitude by starting off with our first story about our heroes. Which is brought to you by CNN, written by Kathleen Toner and McDonn. The headline is, "How these CNN heroes are fighting COVID-19 on the front line." As the coronavirus pandemic spreads, so are the efforts of people who bring much-needed aid and inspiration to those in need. Some of them previously recognized as CNN heroes for their work to fix problems in their community, now find themselves helping to stem the tide of the virus. Dr. Rob Gore, an emergency physician at the Kings County Hospital Center and SUNY Downstate Medical Center in Brooklyn, is on the front line of the crisis. He is a CNN hero in 2018 for his violence prevention initiative. Kevin, right now he is focused on his day job, providing Medicare to his community. COVID nineteen, aka coronavirus, what we all call it in our neighborhood. It's pretty scary. Gore told CNN, "I'm not going to lie, it's scary times." New York City now considered the epidemic center of outbreak in the United States, with about sixty percent of new cases in the country. Our governor. Andrew Cuomo says the state is experiencing an astronomical surge in cases, which are now doubling every three days. I have worked in disaster zones in the past, Gore said, noting his relief work in the post-earthquake in Haiti, South America, and East Africa. This feels like it's culmination of all of them. For Gore, this crisis isn't a typical natural disasters like the Haiti's 2010 earthquake. But he said he sees similarities in terms of lack of resources, access to care, and fear. 
Shortage of equipment such as ventilators, gloves, and masks have been widely reported in New York City. Tents are set up outside of Gore's hospital to assess and contain COVID-19 cases, and Gore is now living in an Airbnb to avoid infecting his family. For how long? He's not sure. Right now, with coronavirus, we don't know how many patients are going to be keep coming in, he said. We don't know when it's going to end. Now, in Pittsburgh, Dr. Jim Withers is bringing care to people who are often overlooked. He was named a CNN hero in 2015 for pioneering street medicine, bringing health care to homeless people, and he serves thousands each year through Operation Safety Net, a program he started through his health system, the Pittsburgh Mercy. But the pandemic has given his work even greater sense of urgency. People that we have out here on the streets may be a higher risk in some ways for the COVID infection that's coming, said Wither, who spoke with CNN from the field, where he was helping screen people for the virus. It's very important to not forget members of our community that may not be able to make it to stand testing areas. Withers Group has been designated by city's mayors to lead virus management for the homeless. His team given out soap and jugs of water and educating people about how they can protect themselves. People have masks, tents, and sleeping bags available for those who need to isolate but don't want to go to the hospital. In addition to helping contain the spread of virus, Withers say he believes his work might help enlarging the fight against COVID-19, increasing knowledge of how it spread and who may be at greater risk. Samir Lahani is not a doctor, but his work is critically important to containing the virus. His nonprofit, Eco Soap Bank, recycles soap from hotels and distributes those in need. In the past six years, the group says it has provided soap and education to more than 1.4 million people. His mission is now one of the most vital ways to keep the virus from spreading. All of a sudden, we have woken up to a new reality, where everyone is talking about hand washing with soap, said Lahani, a 2017 CNN hero. It is our job to meet the demand and provide as much soap to people around the world as humanly possible, especially right now. Lahani, 26, notes that there are billions of people across the globe that either don't have access or can even afford a single bottle of soap. During the past two and a half months, his group has provided 375,000 bars of soaps to people in 10 countries ranging from the rural communities in South Asia to people in the slum communities in East and South Africa. His team has also started making surgical masks out of the recycled hotel linens, but soap and hygiene education remain his primary focus. We are all on track, should this virus still persist, to reach 2.5 million people by end of this year with the soap that they need to keep themselves healthy, Lahani said. While they are consumed with the battling the virus in their own ways, out of these CNN heroes see the reasons to be positive. Gore recommends using his time and social distancing of self-infections as an opportunity to find ways to help others. 
Think about who you are and what kind of problems you want to fix. Gore said. Contemplate those issues that you may have had in the back of your mind that you always want to tackle. Try to make the best of these times. Lahani said he believes this crisis will ultimately show humanity at its best. We can adapt to almost all crises that we face, and that's something that we should be proud of. He said. All of a sudden, I feel a sense of closeness to people. It is as if the color of our skin and boundaries have just dissipated and dissolved in front of our eyes. Withers said he too feels the lessons we are learning now can help us to build a better future. We are all in this together. These are our brothers and sisters out there. He said. Hopefully, the lessons that we learn here of being together and taking care of each other will last far beyond this COVID epidemic. So here at Light Plus Up, I want to go ahead and give our most sincere gratitude to all the three heroes being named: Dr. Rob Gore, Dr. Jim Withers, and Samir Lahani, for all that you do to make sure that we. In our world, can be safe. So thank you so much. Now let's go ahead and take a short break, so we can continue with our special positive news edition for our frontline heroes. Welcome back. Our second news is going to be brought to you by Oswego State University of New York. Healthcare heroes include NYC ICU nurse. In Oswego MBA program, the healthcare heroes working in the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic in New York City included Boris Lataski, who is a nurse in the Manhattan Intensive Care Unit, as well as a SUNY Oswego Online MBA student. Interview recently, Lataski generally shared his perspective in between working night shift between 7:30 to 8 a.m. Before the COVID crisis, my ICU only deal with cardiac patients. Now my ICU and all the ICUs are COVID ICUs. Tarski said, "All of our bed in the ICU, all the patients are COVID positive and on ventilators." The routine has greatly changed since the pandemic began. He said, "Usually in the ICU, a nurse is assigned either one or two patients." Lakowski explained. If the patient is truly sick, that will be the only patient the nurse has all shift. I come on shift and check my assignments, which at time varies. I have some patients in my unit for weeks, which I have taken care of, while others are dying and a different patient is brought up. When I check my assignment, I receive a report from the day nurse and state my shift. We try to minimize our time in the rooms and make as few trips as possible. But that's not always possible. With COVID nineteen, Lakowski now has to focus on ventilator settings and arterial blood gas draws to ensure the vent settings are working correctly. Attend to bedside dialysis and stay on top of medications and all kind of critical work for patients whose conditions are often unstable. The ongoing work means that Lakowski and nursing colleagues rarely get a break. And you are lucky if you can get a drink of water," he said. As soon as you sit down for one moment, either an alarm goes off in the patient's room, or the vital signs start to fall, and you have to go back into the room to address the issue. 
The nights feel long and at times very defeating. These patients are truly sick and unstable. And personally, I feel uncomfortable even stepping out for a second to drink some water. Some nights I feel like providers, and I playing catch up because as soon as one problem is addressed, another one appears. He said this can leave the team feelings drained, exhausted, worn out. And sad, Lakowski added that they give 110% effort every shift. Yet many patients, unfortunately, do not get better. There are shifts where we almost do not see each other because we are in our patients' rooms all shift. We only see each other towards the end of the shift as we're leaving. He noted, inspiring colleagues. Yet he finds inspirations and connection with his colleagues as they bravely battle the pandemic together. What inspires me about my coworker is that regardless how tough or bad their shift went, we still find moments to talk to each other and be there for one another. If you see one of us is having a tough shift, we make sure to help each other out. We may be each assigned patients, but at the end of the day, all the patients belong to all the nurses. Lakowski said. One night, I truly was having a rough shift, and one of the nurses made me a cup of coffee. And at that moment, it was the most delicious coffee I ever had. He recalled, "My coworkers are truly incredible. There are moments where you do feel alone because you are in the patient's room doing everything you can and more, and it's just you and the patients. But the moment you need help, there's someone in the room by your side." So here a life plus up to Nurse Lakowski. Thank you so much for what you have been doing, and all your colleagues for trying to do the very best you can to save life for those who are currently in critical conditions. Your selfless act and also your professionalism definitely help us to continue to go ahead and swing the tide to the positive side in this pandemic battle. So thank you once again. And now let's go ahead and continue on to our next story. This story is being brought to you by New York Daily News, written by Leonard Green. The headline is, "I will be a better doctor." Your nose and throat specialists volunteer for frontline coronavirus duty and are changed forever. His name begins with Doctor, as in Doctor Benjamin Letman. As a ear, nose, and throat specialist, he probably spent as much time in emergency rooms and intensive care unit as a dentist or optometrist. Not that EMT work isn't serious medicine, but with robotic surgeries and complex cancer treatments, just not a lot of death. At least not every day, like Letman has been seeing since he volunteered for frontline coronavirus duty. Yes, volunteer. Elective surgeries have been canceled at Mount Sinai Hospital, where Letman and his colleagues usually work. So, with time on their hands and burning desire to be more involved, Letman and other ENT doctors enlisted in the fight against the worst pandemic in more than a century. They didn't have a clue what they signed up for. A lot of our friends are emergency doctors and ICU doctors, and we are seeing them getting pummeled. Letman told Daily News. We didn't think it was fair to just sit by and not do our part, and there were so many patients that needed to be taken care of. Letman, 32, was assigned to an ICU 
uh, Elmhurst Hospitals in Queens, which is kind of like in saying he was assigned to MASH unit during the worst weeks of the Korean War. Elmhurst Hospital has been described as the epicenter of the epicenter in a borough that leads all others in COVID-19 death. The toll of his undertaking can be seen in Letman's face, where the imprint of the goggles he wear 12 hours a day are etched under his tired eyes. His nose is bruised and blistered because the respiratory mask he wears under his surgical mask is so tight. It's supposed to be tight. What's not supposed to be is worn for an entire shift and a half, then saved like money or jewelry in case a hospital runs out. But all that, Letman can deal with. The long hours, the time mask, the decontamination process that add another two hours to his day. What he cannot deal with, what kept him crying for 40 minutes a day while watching a Disney movie with his little girl, is all the death. Every day, several times a day, he's trying to tend to a patient and the people around him are trying to figure out where to put another body. We are no strangers to morbid procedures, Lamont said, but we are not used to running an intensive care unit on a 24-hour basis. We're not used to see death. That's not part of our specialties. Bourbon helped Lemon on win sometimes at the end of the rougher days, but not as much as the blog he started writing to help him process the pain. Arvind Bahi hasn't taken to writing yet, but the toll his days taking on him is just as traumatic badly another ENT specialist, so he has been most surprised by the uncertainty surrounding the new disease. I have absolutely no idea, Bahi said. You came with some amount of training. What really surprised me is that nobody knew this much about this virus. Every single day, it was like, what did we learn today? Bahi, 30 years old, said his wife was very supportive of his desire to volunteer. He is a medical student and was already on the front line. There are only a couple days of the weeks we are home at the same time, he said. Bahi said he has no regrets about the change of pace, but is ready to get back to his day job. I definitely dying to get back to EMT, Bahi said. I appreciated my specialty more because I can't wait to get back to it. But I have more appreciation for emergency medical teams because this is what they are built and trained for. They were my example. They step up to the plate in our country's darkest and scariest hour. Lemon will do it all over again, too, but he has trouble with one question that comes up while writing his war stories. Has this experience made you a better doctor? Lemon paused, like he does each night before he enters his Manhattan apartment and pounded the question. Instead of answering, he told a story, not the death this time, but about isolation, and the family inability to be with one of his patients when the awful end came. Letman had tried to arrange a video conference on his own phone so the family could say goodbye, but he couldn't make it happen in time. I think I have learned a level of empathy for patients and their families that will stick with me for life. Out of that, Letman said, I will be a better doctor. 
So here at Light Plus Hub, we salute you, Dr. Lemon, for all that you do. We know that it is not your responsibility, but you volunteer to the front line, and you were right there when those people needed the most. Sometimes we are not able to say goodbye to our loved one, but we are definitely thankful that doctors like you are able to be there to hold their hands and also letting them know everything's gonna be all right. And thank you all for all that you do. Now, with our final stories, I want to go ahead and lead it to a HUMC doctor. It's the 1,000th coronavirus patient to be discharged from hospital. Brought to you by DailyVoice.com, written by Valerie Musum and Cecilia Levine. A HUMC, Hasnack University Medical Center physician, was the 1,000th coronavirus patient to be discharged from the hospital. Karun Mitavi, 58 years old, a husband and a father of two from New York City, was released in an emotional clap-out Tuesday. Amidavri, an HUMC critical care intensivist, came to the hospital's emergency room April 7 with shortness of breath, fever, and fatigue. He was admitted to the hospital and tested positive for coronavirus. During his hospital stay, Amidavri was interpreted twice and received convalescent plasma therapy, along with medication through his participation in two clinical trials. Bergen County is among the U.S. areas of hottest hit by COVID-19 as of Tuesday. There were 113,856 corona cases in New Jersey, including 6,442 deaths. Of these cases, 15,251 were in Bergen County alone. At the epicenter of the outbreak in the Northeast, HUMC has successfully treated and discharged more COVID-19 patients than any other hospital in state. It was also the first hospital in New Jersey to treat COVID-19, admitting the state's first COVID-positive patients on March 4th. Although this event is certainly an important recognition of Dr. Amidavri's successful recovery, it's also a time to recognize the ongoing commitment and dedication of our team members who are on the front lines of a COVID-19 pandemic. HUMC President and Chief Hospital Executive Mark D. Spector said, The celebration of Dr. Amu Devli's discharge is evidence that our hospital and team members remain prepared to offer the best available COVID-19 care to members of our communities. So here, we definitely are very happy and we also clap to Dr. Amit Devri's discharge. And we thank everyone in HUMC to make a hospital. You have successfully cured over a thousand cases and bring their family back to a thousand families. And we know you will be doing more. And here at Life Plus Up, we want to give you our biggest and most sincere gratitude. And we cannot wait to go ahead and celebrate with more and more people being discharged from your hospital. Now, I hope that everyone enjoyed the special editions that I want to bring a voice to these unsung heroes. Remember, at 7 p.m. of every night in New York City, that we will all be clapping out of our windows for our first responders, doctors, nurses, and all the people who are currently working to make sure that our entire world is running while we safely stay at home. So what can you do? 
You can either donate by visiting the link in the show note or just simply stay at home to making sure that we're not going to be part of the burden added onto these amazing heroes who have already done so much for us. So we will see you all next time on Light Plus Up next Wednesday. And please follow us to see if we will cross the 10,000 download mark any days now. So be safe, be healthy, and stay at home. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.